You're very welcome to the Travel Lounge and our special news series, Ambassadors to Spain. I'm Ed Finn and my special guest today is Eugene Costello, freelance journalist and editor of the Valencian in Spain. And you might take it from the name of that paper uh, that Eugene is in Valencia. And Eugene, you're very welcome to the show as our first ambassador in this new series. Thanks so much for having me, Ed. It's a pleasure to be here. Lovely. Now, I take it from that lovely gravelly accent of yours. That's not necessarily Spanish, obviously. So you're you're you've got good Irish connections with the name like Costello, anyway. I do. My parents are Irish. I'm a Londoner. Um, my dad is from Ballinasloe in Galway, and my mum is from a place called Banagher in County Offaly, uh, and I'm from County Walthamstow. <laughs> Wonderful. A great mix altogether. Fantastic. So, yeah. Eugene, of course, on this series here now, we're going to be talking about to talking to people who have moved to Spain and getting the insider, if you like, or the locals to take on, you know, what it's like to live in the places that you're in, etc. Now, Valencia is a place, I must say, I was there once a couple of years ago, Eugene, absolutely loved it. I mean, the famous for, I suppose, how would you say, paella and and this mad drink that nearly killed me called Aqua di Valencia, but it was really rough rather delicious and I just thought it was a fabulous place and great value so I suppose if we could start off basically say what brought you there and you know what, what how you what's it like there now at the moment living there well good question Zed what brought me here I moved here 15 months ago immediately before possibly the world's strictest lockdown so that was great timing um but I wanted to make the move before Brexit kicked in at the end of uh, last year although I do have the right to have an Irish passport, so it wasn't that urgent, but it just felt like the right time to move. And I don't regret it for one second. Ed, it's a beautiful city, wonderful people. You mentioned there Agua de Valencia. There's a great story about Agua de Valencia. It was invented in what was then called the Café de Berlin. They had a bunch of businessmen down from Bilbao who were drinking Agua de Bilbao, which is a type of cava, and one night, they asked the barman, um, introduce us to a local drink. So he said, okay, I'll make you an Agua de Valencia, which he made up there and then on the spot, which is a big slug of gin, a big slug of vodka, half a, half a jug of cava, and then topped up with freshly squeezed orange juice. And it is <laughs> bloody lethal. <laughs> it is, but you, whatever, when you're drinking it, you don't think that. <laughs> no, no, you feel like you're just drinking fresh squeezed orange juice. Yeah, moderation is to be recommended with Aquity Valencia. But I remember Eugene, it's a funny story you tell there. That's brilliant. Um, very creative. It was um, the food I can remember there, of course, you know, was really, really Spanish authentic. If you just tell us a little bit about it, what is the, what would be the traditional food there, the cuisine of Valencia? Well, Valencia is most famous for paella, which is a rice dish cooked with chicken, rabbit, sometimes snails, if you can imagine. Uh, but it's cooked in a big, almost like a pizza, a, a deep pizza dish, an mm. enormous big pan. And they just chuck the rice in and they chuck in some vegetables, artichokes, broad beans, uh, some peppers, and they just cook it over a wood fire, traditionally, 
and they keep stirring it until the rice begins to stick. So you get a nice crunchy base to it. And it's absolutely delicious. And it was a very cheap form of food for the agricultural laborers working in the fields in and around the city. Uh, but it's now become synonymous with Valencia. And in fact, the Valencian government has applied to have it listed as a UNESCO cultural heritage asset. So there we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. That's pretty, I mean, um, it's pretty because it, for people, Irish people, of course, who will be famous, you know, will be, who will be well first and you know familiar with paella all over spain i guess but to know that it's this i i remember this is of course where it originated and they would say probably the best paella that you're going to get in spain would be there i guess um eugene what they say, yeah. yeah what for we have now which great accessibility we have three flights a week i was looking there earlier uh, for flights um, in summertime there, and you're looking at 55 return, which is brilliant in and out of Valencia direct That's with amazing. Reiner. Um, when you go, like, what, just to give people a flavor for a holiday, like, what can you do? What would, you know, there's different, obviously, families and add up, you know, romantic couples, getaways, or even now digital nomads, of course, which we can just chat about in a minute. But for your normal holidaymaker who wants to try something different, just basically, could you give us a little flavor of the, kind of the highlights and what you can do, aside from the fabulous food, sauna course, the, the things to do and see? I will, of course, Ed. Now, the city, the old city centre is a historic centre with some beautiful old buildings. And there's some really great neighbourhoods like El Carmen, which is the old city, full of cobbled alleyways and very historic. Uh, it would put you in mind almost of an Italian place, maybe the back streets of Venice. Then you have vibrant bohemian neighbourhoods, such as the one where I live, Ruzaffa, which is a, bit, a little bit like Soho in London or Temple Bar in Dublin without the stag do's. And it's a great city for leisure. We have uh, miles of beach here, so you'll have a great beach holiday as well. And the leisure opportunities are fantastic. There's, it's riddled with cycle lanes. You can pick up a, cycle, a bicycle, uh, simply by using an app, you pick up the nearest one, cycle your way around the city, everything's accessible. And then, of course, we have the eighth wonder of the world, which is the river, which is no longer a river. It was drained uh, back in, there was a huge flood in 1957. Many people lost their lives. So they diverted the river, and we now have 10 kilometres of riverbed going under stone bridges, and they've turned it into parkland. Wow. It's amazing. It's the eighth wonder of the world. That's Never incredible. Never mind the Hippie Gardens of Babylon. We've got the River Gardens of Valencia. Well, that's... You, you know, I'll be honest, uh, you know, I, I actually never had even heard about that. That's fascinating. Really interesting stuff. And, I mean, for people, in terms of, you know, pricing and stuff, I've heard it's very good value there, Eugene. It's incredible value, Ed. Uh, you can pick up a hotel room in a boutique hotel, uh, three to four star for around 50 euros, 60 euros a night. Prices may go up a little bit in the summer, but not not hugely. There's a huge offering in terms of Airbnb. It's also a great, it's a great destination for couples and people who are into gastronomy. We have a number of Michelin stars here in the city, but it's also a great location and destination for families. The leisure opportunities here are immense. You can pick up uh, electric scooters. I mean, the scooters you stand on as well as you can hire electric mopeds. The city is very sustainable, so everything's electric here. It's a very clean, very sustainable, 
very leisure-driven city. And about 10 kilometers south of here, we have a huge natural lagoon and beach called Albufera, where you can do boat trips, take the family out for the day. You can do a spot of fishing if you want. You can pretty much do anything, anything you can imagine, you can do it here. Wow, amazing. I mean, just in terms of the size as well for people, I mean, Eugene, in terms of population, um, you know, you know, compared to other cities in Spain, what sort of population are you looking at there? Well, it's technically the third largest city in Spain, but after yeah. Madrid and Barcelona, you drop way down. We have 750,000 population here, mm. but it feels a lot smaller because the city centre, you can, I, I, I live in Rosafa, as I say, which is kind of like the Soho area. And for me to walk to El Carmen, which is the other side of the city centre, I sometimes walk up there to visit a friend of mine with the dog, and it takes me 25 minutes. So Mm. probably smaller than Dublin, I would say. And so much more manageable in terms of transport and getting around. It's very compact. Excellent. I mean, it sounds lovely, Eugene. I mean, if I may ask you as well, when you went there yourself, I mean, what what made you decide to sort of move and live in Valencia? I mean, we were just mentioning the digital nomads there earlier. So many people now, once you have, obviously you have your laptop as a freelance journalist, you can be pretty much everywhere. But what sort of, what made you decide to stay and live there? Well, I had come to the end of my tether really with the whole lava around Brexit. I was living in London and the debate had descended to gutter politics. There was a lot of anger and a lot of hostility and I just felt alienated from the whole thing. And I thought, well, that's it. I'm going to move abroad. I thought I could go to Ireland, but I don't fancy the weather. (laughs) Um, I thought I could go to France, but I'm not so keen on the French. (laughs) That's a joke. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so I narrowed it down to Spain because it's only two hours from London, uh, less than three hours from Dublin. And it, so it seemed like the perfect place to go. And I didn't fancy Madrid or Barcelona. And Seville's too hot. And then I read up about Valencia and everything I read convinced me this is the place to go to. So I came out for three nights, found myself a flat, went home, packed up my belongings in a removals lorry and came back out. Job done, as we say. Wow, fantastic. And it sounds like it wasn't too difficult at all. That's that's really lovely. I mean, isn't it great? Um, I think as well what you're saying there about uh, th- it's been such an unsettling time, Eugene, I suppose, for us all in the last year and a half. You know, no, everybody has been, the word I like, languishing and people have not, you know, it's it, it's lovely to actually that you were able to do that. And, you know, um, sometimes it's a, it's a daunting experience, you know, to sort of relocate like that. But it sounds to me like you've found a really good place to do it. I have indeed, Ed. And the people here have been so welcoming. Uh, I have a local nickname, which is El Alcalde de Luzafa, which is the mayor of Luzafa. <laughs> I, walk, I walk around with my dog saying hello to everyone because I know everyone now. So that's, they're kind of, uh, they look upon me with the, Amused bemusement, I think. Uh, with I love it. I love it. Amusement. Uh, yeah, the- well, you sound sort of Hemingway-esque to me, Eugene. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I can see you in the white linen jacket and the and the hat there, which are I can I've, I have a picture of you now in my mind. Now, hopefully, I'll be down to see you for a little <laughs> uh, sometime soon. So basically, the lifestyle 
climate, gastronomy, the people, I mean, you all kind of came together sort of in a perfect storm of, of happiness, really. Exactly. It was a, it was a virtual circle. And yeah, yeah. I should really mention the cost of living here. Yes, it, of course. Spectacularly affordable. I live in a four-bedroom apartment with two bathrooms, an open kitchen, a living room, two balconies, beautiful mosaic tile floors, traditional finca, which is the apartment blocks you see in Spain. Uh, it, it, it looks like a Gaudí building. It's a medieval, neo, neo-modernist, gothic fantasy. But all of that, and I live here on my own, but, well, with my dog, I get all of that for 900 euros a month. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in, in London, it would be 5,000. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't get, I mean, and in Dublin, you wouldn't get a garden shed for that, I can tell you. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, in, in terms of eating out and all that kind of stuff, there's a very popular thing here called Menu del Dia, which is three courses, a glass of wine and a coffee and a dessert, and they're all under 10 euros. Wow. Because there's so much competition. Absolutely fabulous. Well, that's just, that's, that's real, uh, that's really affordable living. Um, the Valencian, uh, Eugene, um, sounds like a very interesting paper. Are you enjoying it immensely writing for that and editing it as the editor? I, I, I launched it myself there, Ed, uh, about three months ago, and it's intended to give people a flavor of what there is to do in Valencia. So we're promoting leisure, food and drink, what there is to do, get out and about, enjoy the city and its English language. But on the website, it has a tool that will translate it to pretty much any language you want, not including Irish, I'm afraid. Uh, Google. Should, should none of us speak that, yeah, Eugene? Yeah. You know, we, we have the few, the cupola fuckle, as they say. Um, and uh, we, 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 we pretend we understand the news when it's on, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> um, That's very interesting. I mean, it's lovely to start something like that. And I mean... For people going to just what is the what is the website for the Valencia and Eugene? If you'd like to give it out to the listeners there, yes, of course it's www.valencian.es for Sierra, which is the Spanish domain. Fantastic. Brilliant. I mean, just before um, before we sort of um, finish up, Eugene, I wanted to ask you as well. Now, you know, as things are at the moment, everything is is more or less open now in Spain. I mean, I know we don't need a PCR test to go to Spain, which is which is good. Coming back, we we do. Um, so, what is it like there now on the ground? On the ground, I can do anything I want. I'm going down to the uh, south next week for a few days on a press trip without any restrictions whatsoever. You can move around internally within Spain with no restrictions. I had my vaccination there a couple of weeks ago, so theoretically I can travel around within Europe also, uh, although that varies country to country, as you well know. But in terms of coming to Spain, come on over. Come on in. in. Come on in. The water's lovely. <laughs> the other thing is Valencia is a great base for seeing other parts of Spain. Barcelona is too big, noisy, dirty, crime-ridden, and expensive. Valencia is halfway down the eastern coast. The climate is wonderful. We've got beaches. We've got, if, if you don't like the heat, drop into the mountains. There's some beautiful towns with Airbnbs. You can go and live by a lake, stay in a cabin. Whatever you want to do, it's all here in Valencia. And it's a perfect base to see the whole region. Valencia as a region is more or less exactly the same size as Wales, uh, to give you an idea. So it's a big old place. 
And there's so much to see and do here. You can have whatever type of holiday you want. If you want to go off grid and live in a cabin by a lake, do it. If you want a gastronomy cultural tour of the city, come to Valencia. It's all here. Wonderful. And I was just looking at your um, the website, your fabulous, terrific website there, the Valencian, really nice. And so much, you've got so much really um, great information about the, the, the city, like using 100% renewable energy. And it seems like very forward thinking kind of, seems to be a really good, uh, I mean, I mean, some really in- interesting articles you've on there, uh, Eugene, I think, which are very interesting for people if they want to have a little read about those as well before they're going to fascinating stuff. Thanks, Ed. Yes, the city here has gone 100% renewable in terms of the council, and they aim to be fully carbon neutral by 2025, so they're way ahead of many other places. They say they want to be the most sustainable city in the world. The other thing I should mention is that two surveys in the past few months have voted Valencia the best city in the world to live in and to move to if you're considering moving abroad. Forbes magazine in the US and Money Week in the UK have both picked Valencia as the number one spot to relocate to. So there you go. Wow. Well, in, in, I'll tell you, that is um, a praise indeed. And I think, you know, it's really, you've really, um, I'm almost packing the bags here, Eugene, listening to you, to be honest, because, you know, um, it would be so lovely. We've been trapped for so long, you know, um, I was up in um, in Northern Ireland last week doing a bit of filming and it was so lovely to be able to sit in restaurants again because they've opened up, the, you know, and it was like a, a level of normality in a, up in Ballycastle in a, in a pub there. And it was just, you know, oh, it's just been so, tr- the whole thing has just, it's been a weird, weird experience. But I think, you know, a lot of people, Eugene, you were saying they're like, even the, would be considering now the digital nomad thing about, you know, working abroad, because I think we're all going to, the way we think and work about, you know, offices and commuting, I, I just think this is all going to change from this it experience. Is. I think you're right, Ed, and a lot of digital nomads are moving to Valencia. The climate is a, a huge thing, but also the way of life and the cost of living, as I mentioned earlier. And we're seeing a big influx of digital nomads. People don't want to work in offices anymore. Why would you want to spend two hours each way commuting into the city centre in a packed commuter trains or buses? And also your productivity is so much better with remote working. I can achieve in three hours what I would normally achieve in eight hours in an office. Yeah. And I don't have the commute and I don't have the expense. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, Eugene, um, Eugene Costello, freelance journalist and editor of The Valencian. It's been really lovely to talk to you today. And I think you've definitely whetted the appetite, Eugene. Um, there'll be a mass exodus of Irish people now down to Valencia very soon. They'll be so. very welcome. They'll be very welcome. And we have wonderful. Some, we have some grand Irish pubs here, so... You won't be missing the Guinness either, Ed. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Listen, that's a, I be I will I think if I'm going to Valencia, to, this is definitely not Guinness I'll be drinking, Eugene. I can tell I, you. I, 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 I tend not to. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my uh, cleaner make up one of the guest rooms for you, Ed, and we'll see oh, you uh, wow. in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, wow. It sounds brilliant. I love it. Eugene, um, again, well, I'll just mention for all, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I'll just mention for the listeners as well, for um, anything to do with Valencia and Spain in general, if you go to Spain.info, they have a wonderful website there. And indeed, if you do want to have a look at um, Eugene's wonderful newspaper, the online newspaper, The Valencian, it's Valencian.es and all the information. Eugene, thank you so much for chatting to us today. Enjoy the sunshine and have a lovely weekend. And look, we'll be in touch soon again.
That's grand, Ed. You take care and have a wonderful day. All the best. All the best. Bye-bye now. 